This is the Savvy Investor Radio Podcast with Mike Kinnett, a financial planner and estate planning attorney with a master's degree in taxation, and Ryan Herbert, financial and tax planner and six-time five-star wealth management award winner. Now, the Savvy Investor Podcast. What a week uh, it has been. Uh, so the stocks tumbled this past week, and as of Monday, it was the worst day for the markets in 2019. But then again, you look back a couple of weeks Mike and Ryan, and this is where we're, we're just confused, especially those that are getting ready to retire. Back in July, we saw all-time highs. So the market roller coaster continues. What can you tell us? I mean, do you guys see a correction happening? And, and what do we need to be doing if we're close to retirement? You know, the whole idea of the correction, it, it frustrates us to no end that clients actually put themselves in a position where they have to worry about a correction. I mean, the corrections are going to happen. It's, it's just the natural ebbs and flows of the stock market, right? We know on average about every seven years, mm -hmm. I mean, clearly we're in a 10-year expansion sure. right now. We're a 10-year bull market. But on average, every seven years, a correction happens. It just, it just happens. And they're about 40% drops. That's just the historical average. So we know it's going to happen. We, we know it happens on a regular basis. And from our perspective, you know, if, if you're 25 or 30, you have plenty of time to recoup. But imagine if you're, I mean, if you're 55 or 60 and they happen on average every seven years and it happens sometime in the next year or two, that means you're going to have five of those corrections, five 40% drops during the remainder of your lifetime, during your retirement years. And the last one, you know what's going to happen? Sometime around 80 and then again sometime mm -hmm. around 87, 88 when you need the money the most for, for long-term care issues. So from our perspective, why are clients convinced? How is it that all these financial noisemakers, all these commercials on television, all these you know agents and, and mutual fund companies and brokerage firms and, and insurance companies, how do they convince the public that, yes, you should have all your money in the stock market, doesn't matter when it goes up or down, because over the long haul, you make money. Don't worry about it. It's always paper losses. Uh, don't open up the statement. The market will come back. It just, from, from our position, from our perspective, mm -hmm. it just makes absolutely no sense that the money you need to live on, that you would leave that money exposed to the gyrations of the market. Yes, absolutely. The market's going to go up over the long haul. But, you know, we know it, it's called sequence of returns. If you lose money in the first three to five years of your retirement and you're making withdrawals, statistically, that is a disaster waiting to happen. So why would you put yourself in that position in the first place? I, I just I just don't get it. Is there going to be a market correction? Absolutely. The crystal ball, I've said this before, my kids, I got the crystal ball <laughs> coming right out of stock picking school. Uh -huh. And that crystal ball, my kids came in for, you know, bring your kids to school day, <laughs> bring your kids to work day. They dropped it. They played it. Now it says what? Yes, no, maybe. Mm -hmm. So we know it's going to happen. But the real question is not when is it going to happen and what should you do? The real question is, why are you in a position in the first place that you're willing to take the risk? Who convinced you that you should take a risk of, of losing 40% of your money? I mean, I mean, think about this. If, if you're thinking about flying to Florida, if you're thinking about flying to California on, for vacation, and somebody said, look, you have a 60% chance this year that your plane is going to crash. Who gets on that plane? Who, who gets on that plane? You know, the, the Boeing Max Jet 737? If, if Southwest Airlines said, hey, we'll let you fly on this plane anywhere in the world for 20 bucks, who's getting on that plane? Right. Nobody, right? I mean, because statistically, statistically, the chance of that plane crashing is so minuscule. 
but it's happened and nobody wants to take that chance. But yet we have convinced, we as an industry have convinced all these people that are at retirement, going into retirement, already in retirement, we've convinced them, hey, it's okay for you to lose 30 to 40% of your money a year before you retire. It's okay, because don't worry about it. It'll come back. It always does. I don't understand that. Mike, is this where you say uh, your your portfolio has to be age appropriate? And Ryan, I've heard you say this as well. The person that got you to retirement isn't necessarily the one that should or could uh, get you through retirement. There's a big difference there. Yeah, that's one of the things we always say. But what really sets Mike and I apart from most other financial advisors, most of the other stockbrokers, um, when they're working with you, they're always talking about, look what great returns I can get you. Look at my past history. Well, that's all well and good. But when you get to retirement, as Mike said, not all of your money should be out there in the stock market. The the approach that Mike and I take that, that does set us apart is we truly bifurcate the assets. All of the money that you need to have to secure those income streams that you want in retirement. If you come to see Mike and I and you say, you know, I have social security. If you're one of the lucky few people that has a pension, I need another $3,000 a month from my investments in order for me to pay my bills, to have a roof over my head, have food on my plate, those types of things that the needs. In Don't life, forget to play golf, to play golf, yeah. <laughs> to play golf. If, if, if that's part of the important thing. Why should any of that money be at risk in the stock market? You know, I always go back to to saying if you had retired at the end of 1999 with a million dollars and you were going to take out 5% because that's what the, the number was way back then. After 2000, 2001, 2002, at the start of 2003, your million dollars is now $565,000. So no longer are you not taking out that 5% number anymore. You're taking out almost 10% to get that same $50,000. But having your money in the stock market and relying on the stock market to achieve 8 to 10% over time, that's not the way to approach retirement. The money that you need to have for income in retirement, that money should be safe and secure so that it's providing you that reliable, predictable income stream that's giving you that added peace of mind for retirement. And the money that we're not setting aside for retirement income, the money that you're not relying on in retirement, that money can be as aggressive as you wanted it to be. It can be as conservative as you want it to be. We had one client uh, in our North Bethesda office who came to see Mike and I And she said, I'm tired of seeing my portfolio go up and down a couple hundred thousand dollars every single day when the market moves one or two percent. And she had about eight million dollars, which is, you know, a lot of money down in that area. And Mike and I just sat with her and said, all right, if you have all the income that you need from your pensions and Social Security, you don't need anything else. Let's just take this eight million dollars. If you're tired of seeing these gyrations in the market, let's just go buy CDs because the goal for you is just to keep ahead of inflation and leave $8 million to your two daughters. You would have thought that I spit on her with the look that she gave me because all these years she'd been being told by financial advisor and broker after broker that your money has to be in the stock market. We need to put your money in the market. We need to grow your money, grow, 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 grow. And that's not really the case. Really, the goal of your money is really what determines what we do with it. The tail does not wag the dog. That's the most important thing. The goal is what determines what Mike and I do for all of our clients. So, Michael, the, the reality is, the reality is, you know, you started out the question with, you know, 
if there's a correction, what should people do? Are there strategies you should employ? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes. I mean, every advisor, every person who has money in the stock market has ideas on what to do. You know, some advisors, some people just say, I'm going to buy and hold forever. And it's just, you know, that's never true. Right. And we know it's not true because when, when you hear the, like the fidelities and, and the, 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 the mutual fund companies of the world say, you know, average rates of return are this for our clients, the actual rates of return are typically less than half of what the average rate of return claimed is. So we know buy and hold does not work for most clients. They don't do it. So so what do you need to do? If, if you're worried about a crash in the market, if you're worried that the market's going to drop 20 to 40 percent, if you're looking at this whole trade war that we're having with China and the fact that they're really not talking to each other, the, the fact that China has devalued their their yuan or their runumbi or, or, or whatever you want to call their currency, you know, if you're worried about those type of things, you have to have a strategy. And, and we're not talking timing the market because you can't time the market. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get in at the bottom and you're never going to sell at the top. That's just, it's just such an anomaly. It's a fluke when that happens, but it is okay to have a strategy. It's okay to have a written plan. And you know, we always talk about having a written financial plan. It's okay to have a written plan, have in writing. Here's the five things that we're going to follow to decide whether we should have all our money in the stock market, have part of our money in the stock market. You know, when I want to make changes, you know, and there's, there's tons of things you can look. You know, one, one of the things that we look at is, it's, it's called the Baltic Dry Index. I mean, that sounds silly. We want to know about shipping containers. Which percentage of shipping containers in the world are being used? Is there a backlog to get the shipping containers? Or is there a surplus? And there's lots of shipping containers available to ship your goods around the world. Well, when there's lots of shipping containers available, that's a problem. That means people are not selling as much as they may want to sell, right? That, that's a problem. You know, people look at the VIX. That's how, that's a volatility index. You know, people look at unemployment. We, we look at what's called the quits rate. How many people are quitting their jobs to go get another job? That's important. You know, you want the elasticity of money. There, there's all sorts of things that people can look at. You can put in trailing stop losses. You can do risk adjusted stop losses. There's all sorts of things that you can do to have a strategy that says, here's when I want to be fully invested. Here's when I want to become more defensive. Here's when I want to sit on the sidelines. I mean, one of the one of the really wonderful things that happened for us is that by following a strict guidelines, by following strict rules, by having a plan in place that says, here's when we're fully invested, here's when we make changes. In 2008, we spent half the year out of the market, which is why our clients didn't lose 10 and 20 and 30 and 40 and 50%. We were able to make changes and our strategies allowed us to have an exit strategy so that we could avoid many of those uh, hits that people took. I mean, in, in late 2018, we were leaving the markets in October, November, and December. And, and for us, the decision was to buy not, not gold, but we, we actually bought palladium. And, and, and we were looking for strategies to protect our clients during the, the extreme volatility. So th- the answer to your question, Michael, is one, have a plan. Have a plan in place that you can digest, that you can understand, that you can see, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the risk I'm willing to take. Mm-hmm. Here's the things I'm going to adjust in my portfolio when and if these facts and circumstances circumstances occur, make sure, as Ryan has said, as we've said over and over, make sure the income that you need to live on is not subject to the whims of the market. And the reality is, is this is a lot of work. That's a lot of information. It's a lot of study. It's a lot of research. It's a lot of paying attention to what's going on. And this is exactly the type of things that we teach in our workshops. So the market volatility will continue, but how will you do when it 
drops again. Well, that's why Mike and Ryan are here every week and, of course, at ProStatus Financial Advisors Group. Guys, thanks again for your time. As always, you get the final word. This is Ryan Herbert. Thanks for listening to the Savvy Investor Radio. And this is Mike Kinnett. We'll see you, the Savvy Investor, next week. Thanks for listening to the Savvy Investor Radio Podcast, brought to you by ProStatus Financial. For more info on Mike and Ryan, to schedule a consultation or upcoming workshop and radio showtimes, go to thesavvyinvestortv.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Mike Kinnett and Ryan Herbert are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products. Insurance licensed in Maryland.